Okay, uh, Hare Krishna, welcome to our Isopanishad class. Uh, for those of you who are trying to watch on Facebook, there was a problem with Facebook, which we couldn't figure out. And so, uh, sorry for that. Now we're going to begin with uh, verse 15 of the Isopanishad, mantra 15. Hiran mayena patrena satyasya pihitang pihat pihitang mukam tatvang pushan apavranu satya dharmaya drishtaye. So uh, here, in the first two lines, the idea is that mukam, the last word in the second line, mukam, that the face, satyasya, of the truth, Prabhupada translates in the word for word of the supreme truth, the face of the truth, apihitam, apihitam, is covered. The face of the truth is covered by a hiranmayena, which means golden or dazzling, uh, patrena. Patrena, patra can be a plate or receptacle. So it's sort of like a, here, like, like, like a, something shaped like a plate that's covering a face. So it said that um, by this dazzling covering, by this dazzling plate, uh, the face of the truth is covered. That's literally what it says. Prabhupada translates this, oh my Lord, your real face is covered by your dazzling effulgence. So, tatvang pushan apavranu, tat, Therefore, or that covering, actually that covering can mean either. But here it means that, that, that in the sense of that covering. Tuam, you, pushan, O sustainer. Push, the Sanskrit verb push means to sustain, to nourish. And so here you have pushan, which means the sustainer. That, O sustainer, you please, apavranu. Uh, avranu, avr in Sanskrit means to cover, like abritam, jnana, maintain in Bhagavad Gita, that our knowledge is covered by lust. So avranu means cover, and then apa means away or off. And so apa, avranu, apavranu, means to discover or uncover uh, o pushan, o sustainer, o lord, uh, uncover that, uncover that plate, that effulgent glowing covering that conceals your face. Please uncover that or take it away Satya dharmaya drishtaye. So drishtaye means for the drishti, which means darshana, for the seeing, so that I can see you. Uh, please do it. 
uh, for Satya Dharmaya, your devotee who follows the, the real Dharma, which is of course Krishna consciousness. Uh, Prabhupada translates this, exhibit yourself to your pure devotee. So Satya Dharma means the true or real Dharma, the real duty of the soul. And then here it means the devotee who follows that true Dharma. So to re so that your pure devotee, so that your true devotee can see you, drishtaye, so that he can see you, please remove, literally uncover uh, or take away this golden effulgent plate that covers the real face of truth. So that's literally what the Sanskrit says. I'll read Prabhupada's translations. Oh, my Lord, sustainer of all that lives, Pushan, your real face is covered by your dazzling effulgence. Kindly remove that covering and exhibit yourself to your pure devotee. So the next verse, 16, is Pushan, again addressing the Lord's Pushan, Ekarshe. Ekarshe is, uh, it comes from Eka, the one or the only, uh, Rishi, sage. So Eka, Eka Rishi, which becomes Ekarshi in Sanskrit, um, means like the one sage the sense of the unique sage, the and the singular sage, and then it, it becomes acre shape because it's addressing that person. It's directly addressing. So, oh, one sage, or Prabhupada calls it the primeval philosopher. Pushan, oh, sustainer, oh, you know, the one sage. Yama, the regulating principle, because that's what yam actually means. The... Uh, in Sanskrit, uh, the verb yam, as in the yoga system, yama niyama, means to restrain, uh, to sustain, to hold, hold up support, also to, uh, to hold or keep in, hold back, restrain, check, curb, govern. So yama, the one who governs, the one who restrains people from doing bad things, and so on. So Krishna here is called Yama. Bhushan Ekarshe Yama Surya, O Surya. So the idea here is that all of the devas or the demigods who rule the universe, they're simply manifesting the power of Krishna. So Prajapatya, of course, from the word Prajapati. So you are the, Prabhupada translates this, the well-wisher of the Prajapati. Praja means, of course, the creatures, those who take birth, praja, and pati means the Lord, the Lord of creatures, the prajapati. So here, prajapatya, the source of the prajapatis. Vyuha rashmin samuha tejo. Interesting. Uh, the verb u, u, long u, h, or uha, means to push, or to move. And so here you have V, V, Uha. 
vyuha, which means to pull apart or push apart. And Prabhupada translates that as kindly remove. It was like push away. So the idea, vyuha rashmin, please remove or push away or move away uh, your, the rays. Uh, rashmin, rashmi means a ray, a ray of light. And so this effulgence, all these rays of light, which are covering the Lord, Vyuha Rashmin, please remove, move away, push away these rays. And then Samuha Tejo. Uh, so Sam is the opposite of V in Sanskrit. V means apart or away, and Sam means together, like Sankirtan. So Vyuha and then Samuha. So Samuha Prabhupada translates here as uh, kindly withdraw, tejo, your effulgence. So the verb samu uh, literally means um, to bring together, collect, or uh, so the idea Samuha tejo uh, bring together your effulgence in the sense of, as Prabhupada translates it, um, kindly withdraw the effulgence. And then the verse he says, please remove the effulgence of your transcendental rays so I can see your form of bliss. So he doesn't really translate that in the verse. Uh, but the idea is, uh, Teja means effulgence, it also means splendor. So it's please uh, move away all these rays, the impersonal aspect of the Lord, and then bring together your glory or your uh, splendor. So that, anyway, the purpose of all this is Jate Rupam Kalyanatamam Tate Pashami. So that form of yours, which is Kalyana. Tamam, most auspicious, most virtuous, most sublime, most sublime, that form of yours, Kalyana Tamang, Tate Pashami, that I see. I see now that most auspicious, most sublime form of yours, Josavasau Purushak Sohamasmi. So, uh, let's see, how does Prabhupada translate this? Uh, you are the eternal personality of Godhead, like unto the sun, as am I. So, Purusha, which means literally person, but it also comes to mean the supreme person, like Adi Purusha. So, a lot of times, the, the original person, so a lot of times when we just see the word Purusha, it's referring to the Godhead or to Krishna. The, in other words, like you say, the person, the person, in other words, the supreme person. So the idea is Josava Sao Purushak. That that which is, in a sense, that which is that person, or the one who is that, the one who is that, that person. Sort of emphatic Sanskrit. It's uh, in Sanskrit it sounds good, but trying to sort of convey what it means in English. It really is yo asau asau. So yo asau, that who the one who is that supreme person, 
that one. Soham uh, Asmi. I am also part of that. So that one, the one who is the person, the Supreme Person, I am also. This is, of course, in Veda, Veda, uh, difference and non-difference. This is really the difference and the non-difference between ourselves and Krishna is here because it says, yo, Purusha, that person, or a sao Purusha, and so, aham, and I. So clearly, there are two people here. There's God, the Supreme Person, and, and I, there's me, and so to say that somehow we are intimately connected, that we are somehow one, not in every regard, because then why would you say he and I? So clearly it's there's the Lord and, and there's the person offering prayers to the Lord. And if you look at this whole verse, the whole verse is a prayer to God, asking God to do certain things for the elevation of the devotee. So the whole structure, the whole context, the whole meaning of this verse is a subordinate praying to a greater person for mercy in various ways. Please reveal yourself to me. And so to say, therefore, at the end, that the one who is, who is that, 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 that supreme person, uh, I'm also that, it's, it's not impersonalism because the whole verse is about two different people. But it's showing how there's qualitative oneness. I mean, that's just the way they say that in Sanskrit. In English, you know, in, at, uh, as Prabhupada students, we would say we are qualitatively one. That's just not the way they said it back then in the Upanishads, but that's what they're saying. Okay, so. Uh, it's a very beautiful prayer trying to go beyond the impersonal to the personal feature of the Lord. And that, that progress to go beyond the impersonal effulgence to the person, the Supreme person, that's the whole purpose of the Krishna consciousness movement. That's the whole purpose of Krishna coming to this world is to help us to do that. So then in verse 17, Vayur Anilam Amritam Atedam Basmantam Sharidam Om Krito Smara Kritang Smara Krito Smara Kritang Smara. So here the verse begins, Krishna here is being addressed as all the different demigods, the idea of being that the ecstatic author of these verses looks around the universe and sees only Krishna, sees only the Supreme Person. Krishna says in the Gita, one who sees me everywhere and who sees everything in me is the real yogi, the best yogi. So here, the author of this sublime Vedic literature, you can watch as he or she looks around the universe and sees only Krishna everywhere and is glorifying all these Krishna as really being behind and the essence of all these great cosmic powers and elements and, and administrators. So here, this is now here, 
it begins vayur. This is not an address. This is not addressing Krishna's vayur because it's not in the vocative case. So it, it's a third person. It says vayur anilam amritam atedam basmantam shadidam. So uh, so Prabhupada says, let this temporary body be burnt to ashes and let the air of life be merged with the totality of air. So vayur, the air of life, which is synonym for prana, vayur, let it be merged into anilam, the great element air, the Prabhupada says the totality of air, amritam, which is indestructible, atta, now, then, idang, uh, idang shadidam, this body being burnt to ashes. So uh, this is a death experience. It, it, it's an experience of the dying of the body. This is second to last verse of the Isopanishad and the author is describing physical death, certainly not spiritual death. And this description is that Vayur, um, that the wind uh, goes into the immortal wind. So Amrita means undying or indestructible. Mrita literally means dead. It's the English word mortal. And uh, so uh, mrita, immortal. So the immortal air, meaning the great air, the great immortal air of the universe. So my life air now goes into that cosmic air, atta, and then now, and then idang basmantam shadidam. And uh, as the body is being turned into ashes. So this is describing a, a funeral, uh, the body being cremated. Idang basmantam, the body is being turned into ashes. So as this is happening, as this is happening, as a soul is leaving the body, the air, the life air is going back into the cosmic air and uh, the body is being turned to ashes. Then the devotee prays, Om, oh my Lord, Krato. And so Krato is addressing Krishna as Kratu, Kratu. And so the evocative, when you address someone named Kratu, you say Krato. Like when you address someone named Vishnu, you say Vishnu. So the word Kratu, I'll, I'll give you the meanings. It's a very interesting word. It's used a lot. So Kratu, well, it can mean things aren't really relevant here, like plan, design, intention, resolution, determination, purpose. But it can mean intelligence or understanding or right judgment, good understanding. But here, now we come to the sense it's really being used here, is a sacrificial rite or ceremony, a sacrifice. So devotional service is yagya, as Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, that any action not performed as sacrifice uh, just basically leads you, you know, back into to the process of birth and de death. 
And so it means worship. So um, but here addressing Krishna as Kratu, saying, oh Krato, Om Krato, it is really addressing Krishna as the supreme power, as the supreme consciousness, and as the supreme judge, because Kratu uh, it, 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 deliberation or consultation. So addressing Krishna like, oh, supreme power, oh, supreme intelligence, the ultimate judge of everything. And so here the verse says, Om Krato, oh my Lord Kratu, smarta, remember. So this is actually a direct, it's not a command, not that, that the devotee is ordering Krishna, but it's just saying like, help, like save me. Remember, Kritam, what I have done. Remember what I've done. Om Krato, smarta Kritam, smarta. So this just as in the last few verses of the Gita, it's a common uh, way of speaking in Sanskrit that when the speaker is becoming very emotional, very, just very emotional, uh, exhilarated or, you know, just feeling very, very strong emotions, then the, then the words are repeated. So, Om Krito, oh my Lord, the Supreme Intelligence and Judge, Smara Kritang Smara. Remember what I've done, remember. And then Krito Smara, oh, oh, Supreme Power, remember, remember what I've done. And so you have the word Smara is repeated four times, four times. In fact, the word Smara, which is, which is used four times in the last two lines, is like half the words, practically half the words in the, in the second part of this verse or this mantra. So Om Krito Smara, Kritang Smara, Krito, again, Krito, oh Lord, Smara, Kritang Smara. So it's, it's very dramatic. Someone is actually leaving their body. Uh, that the body is, I mean, the person is in a sense witnessing their own cremation. Somehow this person is retaining their consciousness and as their life air is merging back into the cosmic air, as their, as the body is, as the um, shadidam, the body is being burned to ashes, as these things are actually happening, the author is crying out to the Lord, Om Krito Smara, Kritang Smara, Krito Smara, Kritang Smara. So very powerful. Uh, very dramatic verse, actually, if you look at it closely. So now the last verse of the Isopasha, let's see if we can get this done. So Agni, now addressing Krishna as fire, Agni, from which we get the English word ignition or ignite, Agni. So uh, Agni means, oh, Agni, addressing him, Naya, uh, lead us onto the right path, Supata, 
Supata means the right path or the good path. So, and Naya means lead, lead us on the right path. And uh, Krishna's also uh, here the word raye, which Prabhupada translates as for reaching you, for reaching you. Um, Of uh, the word ra, r long a, and then ra a, um, yeah, it's like uh, for glory, like, oh, Agni, oh, Lord, with fire, uh, lead us on the right path to glory, it's something like what it means. Lead us on the right path to glory. And then Vishwani Deva Vayunani Vidwan. So uh, Vishwani is in a way of Sanskrit is as, of saying all. And so uh, actions, as Prabhupada translates it, uh, all so Viswani Deva, Deva, oh God, by Unani Bidwan, for you know everything uh, that we have done. You know, Viswani Deva, by Unani Bidwan, you know all that we have done. <clears throat> so then, you uh, Yodhya Smudge. Uh, remove from us juhuranam uh, eno, all hindrances on the path, all vices. Uh, the word juhuranam, is th these are very interesting Vedic words that you don't see so much outside the actual Vedas. Uh, actually, juhuranam, the dictionary translated as moon. Um, but here, uh, Prabhupada translates it, uh, all hindrances on the path, all vices, and so uh, I render unto you this nama ukti, this uh, sort of verbal surrender or this bowing to you through words. So, uh, because my, I have many sins and obstacles, temptations, and therefore, uh, please uh, remove all this. Uh, it's, um, you yodhi, I mean, all these words are very interesting. Uh, yeah, ward off, drive away. So, you yodi asmad, please drive away or uh, from us, juhuradameno, this sin, drive away all sinful reactions from us, and then buhis tang te namahuktin vidhema. 
And uh, so all these words, buyista, by the way, if you're following, if you're, uh, if you have your own Isopanishad there. Uh, abundant, buyista, it, it's sort of like from the verb bu, uh, actually it's given here as a superlative of the word bahu, bahu means many, so uh, abundantly, so abundantly, or I offer you these abundant uh, sort of oral or spoken obeisances, literally, pidema, or actually let us, the, the verb pidema, let us offer to you, let us give to you these abundant, or we should, we must, let us do this, offer to you these abundant, literally uh, obeisance prayers or, or, or words, words which we are bowing to you with our words, we are surrendering to you with our words. And so please drive away uh, our sins, drive away from us our sins, and uh, lead us on the right path to glory. Lead us, O Agni, O Krishna, who as Prabhupada says, oh, my Lord is powerful as fire. Lead us on the right path to glory. Drive away, because you know all that we have done. So literally now, lead us on the right path to glory, O fire, supreme fire. Uh, you who know all that we have done, drive away from us all of our sins. And as we, and, and in a sense, let us, as we, as we must now offer you these abundant uh, obeisances through, all, through speaking these, these verses. By speaking these verses, we these we are offering you, we are bowing to you again and again through these verses. That's, I mean, just trying to get at how it would sound normal in English. It's something like, you know, we like over and over again, we are bowing to you uh, through these words, just like Arjuna in chapter 11 of Bhagavad Gita uh, says that, you know, I bow to you from the front, from the back, from the sides. Again and again, I bow to you, Arjun. It's just, he just can't bow enough to Krishna because he's seen the glory of God, this universal form. So now this verse says, oh, my Lord, as Prabhupada translates, oh, my Lord is powerful as fire. Literally lead us on the right path to glory. So that's the Sopanishad. And thank my thanks to all of you who have participated in our study, the Sopanishad. Let's see, are there any questions? Uh, uh, okay, that's right. They're not coming in on the coming in on another platform here. With the world being so chaotic right now, and always wildfires, amoral politicians. Well, that's being very generous to call the politicians amoral. 
how can we stay focused on this message that we should see Krishna and everyone and everything? Well, for one thing, don't spend too much time reading the news because, I mean, the news has become like a cesspool. It's just become like diving into a place of, you know, stool and urine. Sorry for that graphic language, but, you know, it is kind of in our tradition. So, just like there are filthy places that really stink, they smell bad, and today those things are called newspapers. And so uh, we should, I mean, to some extent, of course, we want to kind of keep up what's going on so we don't appear foolish in public, but uh, if we get too much into the news, we're just not going to have, we're not going to have a good life. We'd rather we should hear about Krishna, especially when we still have so many families, societies, responsibilities. Well, yeah, so we deal with the material world as much as necessary to carry out those duties and not more than that. Whatever has to be done just to take care of our responsibilities, our, our real duties, we do that. We are responsible people, but nothing more than that. And then another question is, which is, what is the whole purpose of the Sri Yosopanishad mantras? Well, the purpose is Krishna consciousness. The Sopanishad exists to lead people to Krishna, to Krishna consciousness. That's the Krishna says clearly in chapter, in, in verse 15, 15 of Bhagavad Gita, Vedas cha survive aham eva vedyo, by all the Vedas, I am alone, I alone am to be known. So this is part of the Vedas, Isopanishad, and Krishna says its purpose is to know me. So that's the point of it. Okay, uh, I guess another question. Thank you very much for participating in our Isopanishad study, which we've now, I can't say we completed it because there's, we've hardly, we just talked a little bit about the Isopanishad. There's so much more to say. And yes, next week, uh, we will return to the Bhagavatam class, I guess, at um, on Sunday, and then we'll announce the time. It may be a little later, like 9 o'clock, but uh, very soon, and certainly many, several days before the class, we will post that, perhaps at 9 o'clock on Sunday, but please check to confirm that. Thank you again. It's my sincere thanks to everyone that's listening to these classes. And I hope you'll be back next Sunday. Hare Krishna.